Yeah, that's recording now. Yes, we're recording. So this is our, uh, oh, we have uh, probably, uh, this is our first uh, weekly Tesla shuttle, Tesla owner uh, webinar chat, where we're going to talk about what it's like with the Tesla or with multiple Teslas, with other electric cars, and how that works, you know, for personal ownership and also for business uh, kind of service, city to city shuttle or, or uh, on-demand taxi, Uber Lyft service, this kind of thing, uh, just to try to help give people some of the more like day-to-day -day perspective of what it's like with a Tesla and with uh, a Tesla-related transport business. Uh, so we've had over a year now, uh, a month less in, in Poland for city-to-city -city shuttles, airport pickups. Uh, we've tried all kinds of things. We've had a lot of fun with uh, different, different types of, um, of work with the car. It's very high demand for weddings, interestingly. Um, and uh, today we're actually going to chat more not about Tesla because Tomek has had the opportunity to test drive some awesome uh, new electric vehicles lately and uh, compare them to, to his, his EVs. Uh, and I also had the chance to drive uh, Model 3, so we're going to compare that a little bit with Model Can you stop F. showing off, please? <laughs> yeah, sorry. I was trapped in Europe for a long time without uh, being able to see or drive a Model 3. Now I see them like every day. Uh, it's, and no offense to no offense to the people driving them, but you know you often look who's driving. It's like it's an old guy, maybe retired, maybe close to retirement. You know he's, and you think, uh, man, these guys have just been uh, are are so lucky to get get some of the first Model Threes and get to drive them around. They must feel feel awesome, uh, but I haven't had the opportunity to connect with many of them. Um, have uh, so, but actually the first uh, first delivery started in Europe, so. So we are just on the edge, yeah? You should have them more and more in Europe, as far as I know. Really? Yeah. Where have they started in Europe? UK, <laughs> I think. You're breaking news to me. Really? Um, uh, so maybe we'll check it out uh, later check on. It. We'll sure check it out be, later. It could be fake news. <laughs> maybe. Uh, okay. It could be happening. I mean, uh, I don't see everything right away, but... Um, I was wondering because you know they're high, highly prioritizing the high margin Model Threes, obviously, to, for mm -hmm. financial reasons, to, to try to get into the black and get the short Tesla short sellers off their back. Uh, so I was wondering, like, why wouldn't they prioritize sending the performance Model Threes to to Europe once uh, they're ready and they're starting to get produced now? So um, theoretically, they could start sending very high high spec Model Threes to Europe for. And they've sent, they've started sending, they sent a hundred to Tesla stores around the U.S. now of these performance Model Threes, which are blowing mm -hmm. people away, of course. But, uh, um, but yeah, for, from you, your guys' perspective, what are maybe two or three highlights from the past year or over a year uh, with a Tesla shuttle service in in Poland? What are two or thing, two or three things that stand out to you as uh, interesting or surprising? Uh, about about the car and the responses of, of people. Maybe we'll start um, with the Tomek. Yeah, for me it was uh, for sure the the wedding. Uh, uh, there is so many uh, young couples are interested in, in having Tesla as a so rare car to, to have on the on the wedding. That was uh, 
totally surprising. And um, mm, uh, also, uh, mm, and the other edge was that uh, it's not so much of interest from the private people to drive between cities in in Tesla. Maybe companies are more aware of uh, the difference uh, where the, the the transportation is going. Uh, just it is going electric, and this is uh, nice and trendy to to go in the electric uh, Tesla. But you know, still, for private people, I don't see much uh, so much interest as I as I was expecting. Expecting. It seems that we, we believe and we like electric vehicles so much that we, we were sure that if we say, hey, we have a Tesla and we can take you from city to city, people, people will just bombard us, you know, and we will have to close the door uh, to take all the orders. Uh, that didn't happen. And I think, right. I think uh, part, of, part of the issue, too, is uh, we expected if you make the case, if you have a compelling offer that's, you know, going to actually save you money or in the or if or or take if you don't drive it's you know it costs more to not drive but you can work or do other stuff uh and the the difference when you subtract the fuel cost if you were driving from city to city is not so dramatic and it's less than a, a gas taxi or something so we thought the case would be made by itself uh but i think um we expected people would be more used to uber and that kind of thing uh mm -hmm and more used to this idea of being transported by someone. And I think it's been a more of a cultural, psychological hurdle than we expected in Poland, at least, um, Europe, uh, Germany, Poland, where... To, mm -hmm. to me, the surprising thing was how, how easily people accepted charging as we did the trips Wrocław to Berlin, which is like 350 kilometers. Uh, most of the times we, we chose to have a short stop uh, and charge a bit. And uh, it was good to see that, you know, most passengers were just okay with it. They didn't question the fact. They, they actually uh, enjoyed the coffee and, you know, the fact that they could charge the car while having the coffee and it was enough. Uh, so that was a positive thing, really, in the experience. On the other hand, I'd still choose... Uh, connections that you can do without charging. It's just smoother, quicker, and easier. Mm -hmm. uh, Toma, how far is that? Our, one of our main routes has been Wrocław to Berlin. How many kilometers is that? Um, that's... Just, uh, from the center to center is just uh, uh, below 400. Below 400, uh, a, a few hours. Uh, if A few hours with charging, and uh, basically you, we just have to stop for a charge for like 15 minutes on the way in or out. Yeah, yeah, we just start uh, charging in Kostomote uh, next to Rotha for like 15 minutes, as you said, and just before Berlin, 60 kilometers. Uh, um, before Berlin, we, uh, again, 15 to 30 minutes. And we were concerned that this would, uh, you know, you know, concerned to tell people, hey, you know, we're gonna have to stop, but they really don't, don't mind getting a coffee going to the bathroom on the way, we haven't had actually, I, I haven't heard of it from any of the drivers, any issues with this. Um, but at the same time, it sort of sets a sort of minimum bar. Like uh, if we had to charge more, that would be a problem. If we had to charge longer, if you had to stop twice instead of once, that would be a problem. So the way I often see Tesla's supercharging network and range is that it's like, it's basically the 
the minimum satisfactory for road trips for long distance driving, uh, depending on how flexible you are. Um, Tomek, you've been driving uh, some other electric vehicles lately. Jaguar I-Pace, uh, yeah. uh, the new Nissan Leaf with um, how, how much range? Um, I don't really care about the numbers written in the process. Yeah. <laughs> I will uh, tell you uh, what, what I, uh, I, I maybe I did like 1000 kilometers maybe a bit more I was from Łódź to Krakow from uh, Łódź to Warsaw and a few other routes so um, I, I think this uh, this car in, in the summertime can do quite easily 250 kilometers and in the probably in, in winter it, it might be around 200 but it's just like never will go below that mm -hmm. so that's like super sure uh, you're and you're talking about fast driving on the on the highway normal, yeah normal 100 120 uh um, air conditioning everything that's just it, driving normal. are you taking are you taking into account your super super duper skills <laughs> of driving electric vehicles oh because i know that when we drive a tesla and <laughs> we are going the same route you know you go one way i go the other way you always get better figures, right? It so your, your, your consumption is just like 15% lower than mine. Just all the time I have a wind to my back. That's like that's <laughs> true. <laughs> yeah. And, and no, normally we have drivers doing routes, but once in a while we, we drive the routes as well. And, I, and Tomek is, is very, you know, a good driver for that. But if it's not for a business route, I advise people to be very very considerate if they are thinking about joining Te joining Tomek for a long distance drive because uh, <laughs> he scares the crap out of me because he, he's very good at this uh, what's it called uh, what's the word for this uh, drafting drafting he's very yeah. good at drafting but what do you I'm mean not... about yeah it, it's I, I I'm not doing it in Tesla because it's not really so effective uh -huh. in Tesla I don't know it's maybe because the the car is so heavy and and it's very move like it's uh, very aerodynamic uh, itself yeah so. and maybe others factors but an old leaf like 2013 that that i owe for like five years almost now this uh, uh this really works then uh yeah. so it's yeah. really helpful to to go 150 kilometers it's almost impossible with no drafting then. and it seems that tomek is made for drafting i am not made for drafting uh but yeah so so to to be clear, yeah, he's got had a leaf for five years in Poland, and uh, sometimes to go from city to city, this is the only way to get there without getting towed. Um, so yeah. actually, now it's changing because we have uh, so quick chargers, yeah, because Greenway right. is doing really good job, and, and we have uh, almost every week we have more uh, next uh, quick chargers in Poland, so it's getting better. So but but we, we have we had this massive launch last week, right? Of yeah. Twenty something chargers. They yeah. They, yeah. they kept waiting for the right regulations to kick in, yeah. and so yeah, we, we need had like you know the biggest launch ever from Greenway. Yeah, we, we need to write about it. But uh, <laughs> they're really leaders. Uh, I mean, they're leaders in the region. But this kind of growth is uh, kind of leadership globally. Uh, you don't see this kind of growth in a lot of places, a lot of companies. Um, but uh, so, Tomek, taking the, your perspective of having a Tesla and driving city to city uh, many times in Tesla and around, but you did a road trip around um, uh, parts of Eastern, Eastern and Central Europe. Balkans, yeah, Albania. Balkan. 
yeah, the Boltons. Um, can you give a little bit of a sense, uh, what, the new Nissan Leaf, can you give a sense how it compares, how it matches for that kind of, not just city use, but city to city use and kind of, would you, would you find it an adequate car for people who uh, need to drive from city to city from time to time, maybe want to do a business with it like we do with Tesla Shuttle? I mean, I, I, I think it's uh, it's more economic car just because it's smaller and it has, uh, of course, a smaller battery, so 40 kilowatt hours. That's uh, significantly, significantly less than Tesla. So it's better to charge it at home. Uh, but actually, in quick chargers, it doesn't really matter so much. But, but still, it's, it's the shorter time to, to charge the car. Uh, with a uh, smaller battery. Uh, I uh, find this uh, car, uh, this new Leaf, as a, almost the same uh, powertrain and batteries, but in the very new, nice uh, package. Packaging. Yeah. So, so I actually waiting for the Leaf with 60 kilowatt hour battery. Yeah. And this is going to be, for me, the, the possibly the, the car that I really wanted to have. Even having Tesla, but I don't know for why, for, for really yeah. a car uh, to be, um, yeah. This, really is the, this is a level for Nissan that's really going to put it uh, at the level of, you know, so more or less at the level of Tesla Model 3 and competitive in, in that market. But two, two quick questions. Uh, one, uh, to picture it all better, what color were you driving? Brown. <laughs> okay, a brown. Oh, my. That's yeah. Cool. I love Brown. It. Yeah, it was really nice car. It, it's uh, it wasn't looking like uh, electric. So previously, it was, uh -huh. was looking yes like the first you know. Yeah, I see a lot of Nissans around here that I can't. I'm like, is that a Leaf or is it? And it's normally not a Leaf. Uh, the new, uh -huh. new, the new one. I have seen a new Leaf here, but um, there's another. There's other Nissan model that is very similar and just looks more more normal. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. But the brown looks really good, and you can. Uh, camouflage yourself in the woods and do kinds of uh, anyway. But uh, second yeah, question for me, it was that it has a, a very technical thing, but it has a plug type two plug in front, uh, not type one, which I was expecting to to have. So they resigned actually in Europe. I don't know how it's in, in US. I don't know. Yeah. It's it's still type two there. Uh, I I'm not sure, but the U.S. generally speaking, <laughs> charging is a day-to-day <laughs> -day, like uh, destination charging is a bit of a pain in the butt because we have typically. I mean, it works fine for us, but in Europe you have 22 kilowatt often, and here we mm -hmm. often have six kilowatt. Okay. So, so you can imagine going from yeah. 22 kilowatt to six kilowatt, you're like, uh, why do we? Time, have this time it, it doesn't matter because I think onboard charge charger is it's six point six, so it right. doesn't okay. get higher anymore. Right. So you have Shademo still and Type Two as a slower charging, yeah. So, so, you, so you have what we often have here in the US is six point six kind of uh, kilowatt. Yeah, that's so, what you get. So the the second question was uh, so you know a lot of a lot of talk and and the, the big remaining criticism is that the Nissan batteries in this new Leaf are still this. Uh, non-thermally managed uh, so they're not really they're not managed to to optimize longevity and mm -hmm. range in some cases um so a lot of people are holding off like you for this next step which is supposed to be lg chem battery i think uh that's thermally thermally managed bigger good but for for your use uh, testing it 
And you also drove this car to Wales, right? Or it was this? No, no, I was driving to Wales the, the, the previous leave. It okay. was 2017, I think. And it was 33 kilowatt hour battery. Okay, but so with this one, the 40 kilowatt, uh, is that something you sort of can notice or uh, you think has yeah, a kind of effect? I think I think in 2013, uh, Leaf was like the the totally solid range was 100 kilometers, and uh, next time uh, with 33 kilowatt there was uh, uh, 150. Like you, you, it's very hard to not to do it, and now it's uh, now it's uh, even in winter it's going to be possible to to do 200 kilometers. So I think it's a really like step forward, but maybe. A lot of people uh, looking at the car, how different it is. Maybe they ex expected even more in technical area, right. yeah. but uh, I think it's it's a good step to have now a um, maybe a bit older technology with new package and next year. Uh, yeah. And there's kind of technology. there's a kind of wide expectation. What Nissan often does when they roll out the next technology is they still offer the previous one at a lower price, so you can get actually a a pretty solid offer for a. The, uh, an affordable like in the u.s 29,000 or or uh starting price which you know you can't get a a long-range electric car for 29,000 mm -hmm. uh can you say you know taking that into account um and really comparing your experience with the tesla model s which is an 85d which we got in part because it has longer range than other teslas um some other teslas uh can you say like if, if it's a normal person not not an early adopter and they decide hey i want to go electric finally how how do you think it would it feels to to have such a car for for your daily use or your or even your business use um yeah i think with this range 200 and uh, being uh, so like the, the car looks inside and outside like grown up it's it's kind yeah. of ready to uh it's not to you know uh yeah, it's it's ready to to be. Uh, I think it's it's gonna ha have a, a lot of good experiences in, in this car, and it's uh, it, it can be the first uh, electric vehicle in family, and maybe next is gonna be I don't know Tesla or Jaguar or some something. But but uh, this is a good good try. So it will be it will be a family car, but a second car, right? Is that what you mean when you say it's for family? Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I yeah. don't want to go into stereotypes, but it, it would be the, yeah. the wife's car, right? That goes within it the might city. Be. Yeah, or city car. And, and if mm. we go to vacations, we can switch. But still, I, w I was uh, going to Krakow, which is uh, like uh, 270 kilometers from, from Uj. Uh, and I charged like 11 minutes then. So I, I just you know yeah into and that's i mean that gets to the essence of, of my question i guess too because a lot of people don't go city to city that much uh they don't drive city to city that much as long as it works around the city it, it could work and if it works like you said for a kind of regional nearby city i mean that's a couple hours would you and krakow a couple hours away or yeah it's four hours like normal drive yeah so four, four hours so, I mean, that's really, that's the extent of what a lot of people need for like a, a trip. So if they just have to s stop to charge once in a while, and if they're saving on, on gas costs, you know, it could all be worthwhile for them. But, uh, but the, um, oh, I lost my question. What was, but. Uh, I think when, when you meant about the range, it's, uh, we all know that it's enough. 
even traveling city to city, even two or three or 400 kilometers, because you know you just need a short charge, right? Yeah. What I, most people choose it as the second car in the family, even people who go electric, because they don't trust the range. And yeah. it's kind of normal. They will get used to it. We, we talked about it quite a few times. You buy it as a second car and it very quickly becomes your first car because it's better and nicer to drive. So you use it more often, right? Yeah. And it will be a process. I think the second car idea is what triggered this, uh, this thought too was if you really want to be cautious about your spending, but you want to get in soon, it sounds like a good option is to wait for the new one to be unveiled and the price of this one to drop. And then this will be most likely the the most affordable uh, longish range car uh, you could you could um, you could get except maybe the, the top selling electric car in Europe is the Zoe the Renault Zoe so we don't have that over here in, in the US but in, in Europe you have the Renault Zoe and both of you have have driven that a bit Jacek you, you I, I loved you had, it you had a few days with it you loved it but but you know you had it before the Tesla and yes. you have good you have always have a good way of uh, thinking about the normal person's perspective and you have you know a wife uh, like both of us have who is maybe less maybe less uh, forgiving if the technology is not there yet i don't know uh, i mean so how well, i mean we used it we used it for about a week like non-stop you know all my family so we we, we did trips uh, i went to work you know just used it as a normal car i left my car in the garage and, and you would uh, see it as a we, as a fully adequate second car or something like this for obviously uh, I, I could i could easily do 200 kilometers right and uh, that was enough i mean wherever we went and uh, mostly without any charging i charged i charged at home and uh, my wife loved it so honestly we are now thinking of buying a second hand leaf uh, to be our second family car. <laughs> but I know that I will take it over. So I will give my car to my wife, basically, to drive around the city and I will use the Leaf, right? If, if, if it happens, or Zoe, if, if I get to buy one. And, uh, so it's and, all good experiences. Uh, I mean, 200 kilometers, it's, it's similar. Uh, tell me, can you, can you uh, do you have a sense of how the range on those two cars compares? Uh, the, the, I, I haven't read anything about this, but I I, um, I, I think it might be the same package, uh, like the, the same uh, kind of battery from Zoe. Remember that Nissan is, and Renault is the same uh, One company. family. Mm. Yeah, so I think they, they just put it into uh, Leaf, or at least the, the, the capacity is the same, and the feeling is quite the same. So you've also spent 200, 200 is doable anytime. So, so it's very similar. So it's basically about the packaging and the price. Um, uh, Renault has different, uh, often financing options for for how you pay for the car and the battery. So it's sort of like yeah, but now you can you can also just buy the car with batteries and it's okay now. Uh, so it's it was for some time it wasn't possible. So I mean, more or less, you've got a couple of options now on the market that I probably work for all of a normal person's needs, uh, but might feel still like uh, a risk for, for someone who doesn't have experience. Oh, I just see a protonic blue BMW i3 driving by. That beautiful, blue. there's one is, you know, the beautiful protonic blue uh, mm -hmm. yeah, i3 in the city. I see it a lot here. Um, uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> well, what we, I mean, I can say we have an i3 here, a, a 2015 BMW i3 Rex, which is 70 right. miles. I'm sorry, we're, we're switching between kilometers and miles. 
now. Uh, uh, and uh, so it's 70 miles range electric and uh, then about 60 with a range extender if you ever use the gas tank. Uh, mm -hmm. when I, when I got the car home, I uh, got from the dealer, it was at like six miles of range and the range extender tank was almost empty. So that was mm -hmm. the, the closest I've had to like maybe kind of range anxiety. Cause I was like, man, <laughs> but you know, this is a common story from the, you get it from the dealer and it's not, it actually it was good. We spent hours in the dealer because he was slowly charging on a normal outlet while we were there. Mm -hmm. Uh, but, um, I found with the I three, I mean, I filled up the Rex engine, the tank, right after we got it. It was four dollars and fifty-one cents to fill up this little tank, and I haven't really used anything since. I think, um, but uh, the seventy-one miles is sort of is deceptive in the i three, and I don't know if this applies to the Leaf and the Zoe as much. Where if I turn on the air conditioning full blast in the super hot Florida heat it'll jump from 71 to 51. So it'll lose 20 miles just turning on the, the air conditioning at a good level. Uh, and then you drive, um, driving around with the air conditioning on fairly fast roads. I think it eats up, I haven't really tested, but I think it eats up the miles faster than it expects. So we don't have a problem because we have charging almost every, we don't have home charging, but we have charging at the store, at the beach, at the park, at the mall, everywhere there we go, more like the library, there's charging stations. So mm -hmm. we don't have a problem with it, but we do plug in almost every, everywhere uh, because of this like range sort of getting eaten faster. So I could see that being a problem for people. I mean, with this car, you have the range extenders, so it's a nice security but i could see that being a problem if that kind of thing happens with the zoe and the leaf but i don't have enough time with them to um to understand can that happen with the zoe and the leaf where you turn on the air in the middle of the hot summer or something uh you drive on a highway and all of a sudden you're you have a lot less range than you expected or do they are they better at estimating this kind of thing i I'm, I'm optimistic about the air conditioning. I do believe everybody is working on optimizing it so that it's not an issue because everybody talks about it. And I, I worked for a company that uh, manufactures all this fuck equipment, right? So uh, hot and uh, cold air. And uh, one of the CEOs from uh, Sweden told me that everybody is working on uh, better air conditioning systems for electric vehicles, right? Yeah, because the fun. winner takes... Yeah the, yeah, the winner takes it all, right? So whoever comes up with a solution that is fit for electric vehicles and doesn't take so much uh, energy, you know, they will, and it's happening. It will happen. But even at this range of the, like the Tesla's at, you don't think about it. Like you never, th I never thought with the Tesla, hey, how much is the air conditioning using? You don't even notice it. I think they have very good, it's just a large battery, good system. Tomek, uh, do you um, have a sense that... Yeah, I mean... I uh, I think more or less all the cars uh, while uh, warming up or or with air conditioning are taking around two kilowatts uh, per hour. Like if you're going to the maximum. So if if the you know it's really really hot and uh, so so this is the uh, I I heard that Leaf is 1.8. I heard that Zoe is around two, and th these are these uh, numbers. Mm -hmm. So, but actually, if you are not so, you don't want the car to be very very cold, 
and uh, the temperatures outside are maybe not 40, but more like 25, it's uh, after a few minutes when the car is cooled a bit, uh, this uh, uh, air conditioning is not working fully. It's not. Uh, well, I mean, and this is, I mean, this is an extreme case. It's the middle of summer in Florida where it's hot as heck. You go outside and you start dripping in sweat. Uh, to try to make you guys not not be upset at me for that, <laughs> not just on the beach having fun, but uh, <laughs> so I know it's an extreme case. At the same time, um, it's uh, it's the extreme cases that are sort of the breaking points for normal buyers, where they it might scare them away, or it might end up leaving a bad taste in their mouth if they have extreme cases like going up mountains or something where it's a problem. Uh, so. So is is your impression with these with the new leaf and the Zoe that really even in extreme cases it should be it shouldn't it shouldn't surprise people with a with a with a punch to the jaw like oh shoot the range is gone uh, or is it still like a kind of you have to be an early adopter kind of mindset ready for the the challenge I think that everybody who drives I, uh, ICES so internal combustion engines are not really looking at the numbers, what they are burning. Yeah, and the exactly. electric cars, besides all other um, advantages they give, they also give this uh, sense of how am I driving? How am I using the car? And uh, it really helps uh, in understanding in other areas that if we are pushing the, the pedal to the group, to the maximum it's really whatever you drive it burns a lot uh, and um but the difference with, with the tesla often is you actually don't often you don't have to have that mindset you just drive you use it as you want air conditioning uh i guess i found times with the tesla where you still do have i still did have to have that mindset a little bit on the on the on the fastest high on the autobahn in germany for example you go up to 150 kilometers an hour and all of a sudden your range is like dropping quickly and you're like, what the heck? Uh, but it's not, it's not something like that was a really problematic, but it was the point. There were some points with the Tesla, with the cold, big, big long drives, fast highways, where you have to think about energy usage a little bit. I, uh, what, what's your guys' ex experience with that, with the Tesla shuttle service? Um, have you, has it just... What's your experiences with that? I mean, I, I just said mine, basically. It's just something you think about sometimes. As, as you said, you know, going Wrocław to Berlin when you jump on the motorway and you're tempted to go faster than you should, plus it's minus 10 outside. And yes, the Tesla I, is always tempting you to go faster. That's the problem. Yes, and it's... <laughs> so I had maybe one or two situations when I was like, you know, I had to really... The car told me to slow down if I wanted to get to the supercharger. Uh, but that was all about it, you know, it still, it still let me go like 100, 110, not 50, uh, so it was fine. But it's, uh, as you said, you get used to it, as, as Tomek was saying, the sense of your kilowatts is always higher than the sense of, you know, petrol liters, right? And uh, you don't care, basically, but you're doing the same. You burn more with air conditioning on, you burn more when you... You, you press your foot on the pedal and that's it. And, to make and I don't know if, if you remember last year, we, we did a um, hypermiling as a Tesla shuttle. We did it in 100D, yeah? Right. That, that's we... We, uh, aimed for, we aimed for the record, but we were far off. Because yeah, we yeah. but we did 750, yeah? Uh, 
750 kilometers, right? Without yeah, about, yes. Yeah, with no charging. So uh, this is possible, but still, I think uh, Tesla should consider uh, soon giving a battery like 120 or 140, maybe even. Uh, just because uh, for some people, they, they will want to pay more, even if it's, it leads there and have this range uh, just just to have it. And, yeah, uh, I have a bit of a feeling. I mean, the la last time he gave an update on it, he said there weren't any plans to go above 100 anytime soon. But, but you know, it they seem to be improving the, the, you know, the output of the battery so much that they don't need to really increase the capacity, but they will increase the output. I don't know, Zach, do you, do you think they, they use this uh, old uh, 18650 yeah. uh, in Tesla Model S? Is yeah, I yeah they I think they still do, and I I I assume they're going to change once the I think once production capability is high enough, mm -hmm. and they've they've got the full redesign ready, I think they will change to that for the Model S and Model X as well, yeah. and they will give that because I think like you're saying, there's a kind of there's a kind of just remaining step for people yeah. who drive really long distances, who drive on the autobahn, who drive uh, have a business maybe with the car like Tesla shuttle, uh, that where, where that extra, another 20 kilometer, uh, kilowatt hours of battery capacity would be like a, not a game changer, but it would be something you would pay for. Um, and rich people, you know, come on, the, uh, the people who buy Tesla sometimes just, uh, they're staggeringly rich and they don't care for the money, but they would like the extra range for, for some trips. So, um, it seems logical. Uh, so, we had two things to still talk about, but we have to cut it off and do one, I think, and we'll save the next one for next week. We, we you also have been testing uh, electric vans, including the new longer range electric Nissan EMV 200 uh, as a potential purchase. So, uh, someone you're working with might purchase 170 of them, which would be a big deal. And you're going to make sure that Clean Technica breaks the news if that happens, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> but the, so, so you have some experience with that, but, uh, maybe we could save it for next week because you have various vans you're looking at. Um, and then you also recently tested over the Jaguar I-Pace, which I am jealous because I have not even, <laughs> I've seen one maybe on display somewhere, uh, but I'm very eager to drive it. Um, so it's available in the US, yeah? It's, uh, Is it available in not, US? Uh, I think not yet, no. Um, okay. Uh, I think it's okay. starting because it's being yeah. produced in UK. It's a beauty. It's yeah, and, you, and you've seen it, Yatsik, but you haven't driven or ridden in it, right? You've nope. only seen nope. it on display. Um, I've touched it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you licked it a few times, right? I heard, well, just I, a I few. Just, I mean, I heard about it. I don't know. It's just you. <laughs> but uh, no. Uh, Tomek, can you explain? You've driven the, the Model X as well, Tomek? Or just Model yeah, S? Yeah, yeah, but just a test drive, like uh, in Berlin. Because yeah. that's what it really compares against. Um, well, can you say what, what you, how you felt about it compared to Tesla vehicles? Uh, I think if we compare to Model X, it's, it's smaller, just inside. Uh, it's a really nice, tiny SUV. Uh, so, it's tiny, so it's more like a crossover. I thought it was about as... Mm, you know, it's, it's just a name, but uh, the feeling is as it's much smaller and lighter car than, than Model X. Mm. Uh, but um, actually, um, I think that's really close to Tesla. That's not, uh, for me, it's not uh, there, but it's like 80 or maybe even 90% of Tesla that, okay. that you're looking for in the electric 
uh, really nice electric vehicles. So it's, I think it it will really do. Uh, it will gonna be uh, um, selling very well just because it it uh, has uh, servicing uh, points and uh, just uh, shops in Poland all over Poland, and Tesla is not having it. Well, it seems, so. seems like some reviewers like we had a reviewer a writer who you know I, we who got to go to Portugal to test drive it in some beautiful scenery, got fed nice food, that kind of thing. I was a little like I should take this trip, but uh, I, <laughs> but no, I don't. I he he really enjoyed it. But there are people like uh, like him. I think he, he sort of preferred it over Tesla vehicles. Um, he's only test driven Tesla vehicles a bit uh, on a separate trip in the UAE, I think. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, so some reviewers seem to favor it for the conventional aspects. They, they, it's been just getting rave reviews. People love it. Uh, I, some people, of course, still prefer Tesla. Can you speak a little bit more? And you're not a Tesla fanboy. You're, you, we have Tesla shuttle business Teslas. Uh, you love Tesla. But I know you, you have a very measured, like, uh, you're critical of Tesla when you're critical of it. You like the other leaders like Nissan. Uh, I don't think you have any bias for Tesla. So can you explain a little bit what, um, yeah, what, what is, why it's 80%, not 120% in your eyes? I just, you know, the, the, when you press the pedal uh, acceleration pedal you don't see such a like uh, in the same second uh, the move it's very it's much better than in any ice car but still it's not there and maybe the the suspension is a bit too high just because in, in the uh, uh, corners it's a bit uh, like not for sure it's not so good as model s maybe yeah. it's nearer it to might, it might be because you might be because you're you're used to the Model S. Not we have Model a friend. You, we have a friend. You know the guy who, uh, who has a rental uh, Tesla rental company in Wrocław, and uh, he mostly like on a daily basis he drives a Model X, and he drove uh, Jaguar Pace uh, uh, two or three weeks ago. I talked to him, and he was he wasn't impressed. Wow, basically. that's so, Well, it's it's still. A, yeah, it's, it's a car. It's still a, a conventional car. It's not an electric vehicle. He complained about it, that it's too traditional inside, that uh, what, it, what it has inside, it's just another Jaguar, right? So uh, That's very interesting. He, he, he wasn't right. impressed with the acceleration either. But I, I could try to talk to him more to find out what his impressions were uh, because I didn't have time to do it. But uh, that, well, that was my, my you know, take from him talking to him that basically wasn't impressed and the car dealer from Jaguar was not impressed that he wasn't impressed, of course, <laughs> because everybody else was, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, and there's certain people who are more, more inclined to give a beautiful review. Uh, but the other, the, with the Model X2, uh, that's really fascinating. I'm, I, this is the first I've heard these kind of comparisons. The Model X has a larger battery often in the bottom and it mm. was very optimized. I mean, it's like, uh, it's the hardest, uh, SUV to tip to tip it's almost impossible to tip it over to roll it over uh, Tesla does an amazing job focusing on these what they can maximize how they can maximize the benefits of an EV so that's really interesting to hear um, uh, but the, the something we came to repeatedly was it's not quite a competitor to the model you know we everyone says it's a competitor to the Model X it's more a competitor to the gas cars in this class right so it's my maybe more pulling uh, People say I can, they I can tell you, I can tell you, I can tell you what attracts people to the Jaguar in Poland, because it's a real car company. I've heard it a few times. You know, it's a Jaguar, right? 
people know Tesla, but it's still something you know new, something uh, that is not te- that hasn't been tested that much, and everybody everybody talks about how it's going to fail soon, right? Go bankrupt. And here you have a Jaguar, right? That has dealerships all around. And I can see some rich people going for it today in Poland because it's a Jaguar, right? That's do, it, you know. Do you think They're not going to compare it. Just, they might just want a nice SUV. They want, oh, Jaguar is of good. Course. And they go in, they're like, oh, this is our top Jaguar now. This is fully electric. And they're like, oh, I'll try that. You know, maybe don't even know Tesla. Uh, but Yeah, yeah uh, that's, that's what's happening, you know. And they have the dealers. They have somebody to talk to. There is no Tesla store in but, Poland. But too funny uh, as for that, today. I wrote it actually, okay, but actually for, for the, the whole transition to electric, that's much better that we have such a company as Jaguar. Or, oh, yeah. or of course. Some, uh, yes. A Volkswagen that will give really compelling cars. And, uh, because no, no. They it's, have... not, it's, it's not to say that it's in any, in any way bad or wrong. It's, it's, it's good. But it's just to say how people People, you know, make the purchasing decisions. You know, they go for safety, basically. And I, and I think that's the point. It's more growing the pie than than just competing. Uh, but it is interesting mm-hmm. to hear your perspectives and and this guy's perspective that it's not quite a Tesla if you're looking for that kind of level uh, of EV. But um, two things on it. Funny, you know, I published an article this weekend highlighting that Tesla is now passing up Jaguar uh, mm-hmm. in 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 total global production, not Jaguar Land Rover, the big group that's owned by Tata, which is a bigger, but Jaguar cars, you know, that you think of as a big conventional car company uh, actually produces less cars now than Tesla. So mm-hmm. Tesla's getting to that level faster than I'm sure people realize. Uh, and the other thing is the I-Pace is in high demand. And now if you, if you go in, I don't know, Tomek, you got to test drive one, but did you, did they tell you anything about how long you would wait if you ordered one? Because, um, Basically, uh, the Jaguar? Yeah, basically it's got a really long waiting list as well now. But I think that the numbers are much smaller than, than uh, for, I don't know, Model S. Model yeah, smaller, smaller production overall, but still like you have to wait till next year sometime if you order one now because uh, there's yeah, so Yeah, I, I heard that, that, that maybe you will get one on, in winter. That's that what I heard, but it was just, you know, un, uh, unofficial, but there was a guy from Jaguar. Uh, so maybe something changed also just because if, if they're showing the car to more and more people, just uh, um, the the numbers of um, interested people are rising. Well, I'm sure we'll talk more about the iPace uh, in coming uh, episodes and uh, we'll talk about electric vans hopefully next week. Um, maybe you have more time with some, I don't know. Um, uh, but thank you to everyone who's been listening. Uh, we'll do our best to share useful experiences, perspectives on these on these cars um, uh, using Tesla for business transport business. And some good Tesla shuttle news next next week. Yeah, and we have some some news to start sharing uh, as well. Uh, th- so thank thank you for for watching and listening. Thank, thank you, so. Tomek and Yatek. Take care, guys. Yeah, thank you, sir. Bye.